Welcome to the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast, sponsored by Comics in Christ on Anchor. That's right, Anchor. You're following Comics in Christ? Now, listen to the rest of the world. We don't just look at the world of popular culture, movies, and comics, but we also look at the world of professional wrestling. Welcome to Comics in Christ presents the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast. Your name is... Rick Davis, your name is... Michael Davis, and your name is... MCD! Hello, everybody! And welcome, everyone on Spotify, everyone on Anchor Internet Radio, to the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast, the flagship program of Wrestler of Faith Media, Wrestler of Faith, Comics in Christ, the MCD Show... Your products of looking at the world of faith through a unique set of eyes, Wrestler of Faith Media. Welcome one of all. This is the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast brought to you by Comics in Christ. Today on the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast, I want to look at the importance of exploring and knowing our identities. I want to talk about the importance of exploring and knowing what makes us unique as individuals in the creations of the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Big Rick, uh, before that we move into the wrestling uh, focus of the conversation, let me burn out the faith perspective first. Okay? Cool. Nobody can see you nodding on a podcast. Remember that. Cool. Okay. For the last few weeks, I have been personally studying, personally preaching through um, the uh, uh, 1 Corinthians, or writings of the Apostle Paul, to the church of Corinth. I've looked at uh, through 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and I've spent a couple of weeks in my personal studies looking at the Apostle Paul talking about the multiple gifts that exist within individuals, the multiple um, talents, the multiple skills that exist in individuals. And then I've also looked at the importance of not being jealous of other skills that people have. All of us processing through 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And last week I looked at it through the concept of the parts of the body. One of my favorite parts of the writings of the Apostle Paul and how Paul talks about how every member of the body of Christ holds an importance, holds an important place, and the body cannot be complete without the entire body having a place of involvement. And there's this beautifully absurd literature that goes through this writings of Paul where he talks about if, if you don't have an eye, who can see? If you don't have ears, who can hear? If an eye wants to be a foot, who would see? If a foot wanted to be an, an eye, who would walk? And I just, I love the almost absurdity of the language. And I also love the powerful, the powerful statement that the Apostle Paul is making through that writing of the importance of knowing that each part of the body has an importance. Each part of the body has a place to fulfill a gift. And each part of the body is important. If one part of the body is hurting, the entire body suffers. So that's a little bit of the of the 
conversation that we're having, and we're going to carry that through today on the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast as we talk about the importance of the greater community and more importantly, knowing where we fit in that community. Big Rick! Let's move into the wrestling conversation of it all. I would like for you to talk for a moment with me about the importance of knowing who you are and character development in the world of sports entertainment. Knowing everybody in sports, they have a gimmick. Gimmicks. They have a gimmick. A gimmick is your character that you uh, or a persona that you put on when you go and you step into an arena that it, it helps build your storyline. It's like going on a stage and performing as a character. You embody that character. You embody that gimmick. I, I they once... They also have to do that while they're walking around. Yeah, they, ha- they have to live the gimmick. Yes. Thank you, Big Rick. Thank you, MCD. There's a gentleman by the name of Mike Quackenbush. And Mike Quackenbush is the owner, operator, booker of a promotion called Chikara Pro Wrestling. And Chikara is sort of Americanized Lucha Libre. They have a lot of mass characters like Hollow Wicked, Icarus. Uh, there is uh, Knuckleball Schwartz went through there. Um, there, uh, This mass wrestler known as Matt Classic went through there. And everyone knows in the world of sports entertainment, the Matt Classic's best friend is Colt Cabana. So um, if, if you can catch my drift in what I just said... But there was a podcast once, Rick, that uh, that Mike Quackenbush put out, and it talked about character de- development, and it talked about the necessity of living the gimmick all the time, and he used this example of a person who walked through an, a, a curtain for the first time, and their character was supposed to be this rough, tough, uh, 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 supernatural character, but they sneezed the moment that they walk through the curtain. And from that moment, the first introduction that the world had to this individual was him sneezing, and he became the sneeze. There, He could never break that image because it was the first way a person was introduced to that character. You talk about the importance of gimmicks, and you talk about the importance of living to your character. There's this little-known wrestler by the name of Steve Williams, and Steve Williams uh, shared in his book that the way that a wrestler gets over and becomes the most successful is when they find a very key point of their real true personality, and they turn that personality up to 11. Do you know who Steve Williams is? Name sounds familiar. There, there was there was a professional wrestler named Dr. Def Steve Williams. Not the person I'm quoting. The person I'm quoting is this little-known uh, sports entertainer by the name of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, okay. Yes. So, you're right. A gimmick is very important. What I want, what I want you to talk about for a little bit is how do people take their natural personalities and turn them up to eleven, much like Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
to do that, I want to pick a few of your favorites. And I want you to share how this individual has used their true natural identity to make their gimmick. Okay? Okay. So let's talk about who I discovered last night is your favorite wrestler. Tell us a little bit. First of all, tell us a little bit about Sasha Banks. Because there could be someone listening to this podcast who doesn't watch professional wrestling. Tell us a little bit about Sasha Banks. And then tell us how she has used her natural personality and turned it up to 11. Sasha Banks is a female wrestler in the WWE. She is part of the... Slow down, boss. She's a part of WWE. Hey, this because this is the first time the Wrestler of Faith is on Anchor Radio. You don't have to be excited and run through it. Slow down, I champ. Think it's Anchor Radio. Anchor Radio. Oh, we are we're in a new world, buddy. Yeah. You realize that we're on Spotify now? That's pretty cool. That's a pretty oh. huge thing, Big now Rick. I'm gonna have mom beat. Now I'm gonna beat mom to listen to it. Yes. So okay, let's slow Sasha, it down. Let's start Sasha, over. Sasha Banks is a female competitor in the WWE. She is part of the WWE for horsewomen. Yes. She has helped break down a lot of barriers in women's wrestling, being in first the first Hell in a Cell match, the first um, Iron Woman match, the first Falls Count Anywhere woman match women. to have women in it. She was a part of the first female main event on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Which which pay-per-view was that? That was NXT, I want to say Brooklyn. NXT TakeOver, yes. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Against Bailey. Against Bailey. The two times that they main evented pay-per-views for NXT, it was against Bailey. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, so that's Sasha Banks. So, what is Sasha Banks' gimmick? Sasha Banks' gimmick is that she's the boss. She's like, she's legit. Oh, what the world can't see is you doing Sasha Banks' hand moments, uh, movements while you say the boss. <laughs> and she's very much, she's very, very confident. Sometimes her confidence may turn into arrogance. She loves to be the center of stuff. Like, her, it's her gimmick. Yeah. She, like, she... I don't know. She's. I said she's very confident. Yeah. She is very much. I want this, so give it to me because yes. I'm Sasha Banks, so I deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the gimmick. That's the character. So how do you think Sasha Banks' natural personality pours through that? Um, I think her confidence. Her confidence. She comes from a very successful family. <laughs> Who is Sasha Banks' cousin? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Doggy Dogg. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. So she has a lot. She comes from a successful family. Do you think because that she comes from a successful family, she might have the personal expectation that she herself will be successful? Um, I think she might have a little bit of it but she wants I think she wants herself to be successful so that pushes herself to be more successful yes not necessarily 
my cousin was successful, so I should be successful. Well, okay, uh, fair. I miss, I miss, I misphrased it, but she's seen a family member become successful, and she had a path to follow to become successful as well. Yes. Is that more of a fair statement? Yes. Okay. Let's talk about another WWE superstar, female superstar, who has her natural selection flow through as she becomes, shows her gimmick. Let's talk, tell the world about a little-known female wrestler by the name of Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair is another member of of the WWE Four Horsewomen. She also made a, she got into a lot of main events and stuff with Sasha Banks on Raw, of being a part of the first Hell in a, Women's Hell in a Cell match with Sasha Banks, a part of the last Women's Standing match with Sasha Banks. Her father, I don't know if you know him. I a very very little known wrestler. He's probably like some like random guy who ended up in the NWA circuit. Um, Ric Flair. I I never heard of Ric Flair. Hey, only the 16 time. Jet flying. Kiss stealing. Wheeling dealing. Woo! Son of a gun. Yeah. Ric Flair. Yep. Ric Flair is her father. Yes. And I that may have gotten her a little more of like the push that she needed. But Ric like, Flair would strongly disagree I with was you. Strong, I disagree with myself. Yes. They kind of gave her an extra foot in the door to give her more opportunities to become more successful she got she she had a path of training mm-hmm. that that may have been paced but she would not have held the world title as much as she had outside of her own merits yes that's that's yeah. what i meant yeah she has held every single title possible for a female so far in the wwe in the wwe yes and she's just she calls herself genetically superior. Uh huh. So so are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, you're, explain how her natural personality comes through her g- gimmick. Go. Um, she calls herself so, um, genetically superior because her father is Ric Flair. How she has that world champion blood going through her. Yeah. Natural so her finishing move is natural selection because only the strongest and fittest can survive and she views herself as one of the best in the industry yes and even more of that i mean she has always been she is a genetic freak when it comes to sports because she uh gymnastics um volleyball uh, volleyball, yeah she has always been a top tier athlete in any sport that she's participated in and because that she's been a top tier um, athlete in any sport that she's participated in, I mean, it makes her genetically superior. And that is one of the ways she has used her natural identity to build her gimmick. Uh, we're going to let the notorious MCD share for a moment. And MCD is going to share for with us about our next wrestler, who is Bailey. Bailey, basically. Truthful and happy person because she knows how to fix her identity no matter what to be ha- ha- happy and healthy and have maybe some free treats before match. 
Yes, just like the Snickers commercial, she has to have a Snickers because when she doesn't have her Snickers, she's not, she's not yeah. who she is. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure her natural identity is like the chat. She, I'm pretty sure the actual person is very happy. Yes. Like more than half of the time. Yes. So MCD, well, some of the things, the way that Bailey's natural identity pours through, and MCD really did start having a good uh, explanation pointing this out, but when Bailey started wrestling, her gimmick was the Uber fan, which is Bailey's growing up life, the Uber fan, and she was the person who was lucky to be there and lucky to have a spark. Big Rick, explain the early years of Bailey. The early years of Bailey, she was very much, I want to say, like, the way that she looked, the way that she still dressed the high ponytail, which she still has, she was very much like a child, in a way, child innocence, just happy, again, happy to be there, because wrestling was what she grew up on, and it's one of the things that's always been there for her. I remember the interviews that she had with with Charlotte and Ric Flair, the interviews that she had with Natty Neidhart, and you you could see the very nervous and timid fangirl that did not know what to say, did not know what to do, and she was just so timid and scared. And that's a lot of her natural identity pouring through with all that. You know, we, we kind of focused on all the women, but I, I pointed out Steve Austin, talking about taking a bit of his natural personality and turning it up to 11. One of the most famous and popular and successful wrestlers of all time, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, took his elements of growing up poor and in and, and southern states and made it a very successful rags-to-riches story in the world of professional wrestling. When I think about all of these things, the combination of the uh, scripture, the Bible verses that I just finished talking about, all of these are examples of how a person found their identity, was faithful to their identity, and they displayed their identity in such a way that they were able to find their place in the greater community of sports entertainment. That's what I want everybody that's listening to this podcast to do today. Anybody that has ever been sort of a flash in wrestling, somebody that's on the scene and disappeared quickly, they were people trying to be people they were not. And the true successful people in in the world of sports entertainment, professional wrestling, the true successful people in, in the real working professional lives are the people who honor who that they are honor the creation that they are, and then live honoring that creation by being who that they are in God's creation and not trying to be someone or something that they're not. That's what I'd love for you all to work on and to pray over this week. I I think that is a good introduction to Anchor of the Wrestler Faith. What do you say? That is, it's good. All right, well, that's the Wrestler of Faith podcast for this week. Comics in Christ presents the Wrestler of Faith. Your name is? MJD, your guys, our names are? Rick Davis. And I'm Michael Davis. Everyone have a great week.